Good morning, brothers and sisters. It's the first Sunday of Lent, and this is the Word in the World. Happy Lent, brothers and sisters. I thought that our show today would take a different course. Hi, my name is AJ, and Lent means being able to walk in the desert with Christ to eternally get to his resurrection. Hi, my name is Matthew. Um, Lent means to me uh, recentering your life on Christ, refocusing, and getting back to the roots of what sacrifice means. Hi, I'm Jude, and Lent for me is a time to really get prepared for. The, the resurrection of the Lord and what it means to pledge myself into this sacrifice. Hi, my name is Rachel, and for me, Lent is an opportunity to recall and re-examine my own brokenness so I can let Christ better enter into it so I can grow with him. I'm Michael. Lent to me means being relentless with our faith and getting to know Christ more and enduring and suffering with him. I thought it might be a nice idea for us to take a, a good look at this season that we celebrate beginning last Wednesday when all Roman Catholics and many other Christian denominations started this annual observance that we call Lent, where we spend 40 days looking intentionally at our relationship with Christ, our relationship with one another, and who we know ourselves to be as disciples of Christ and children of God. Having ashes placed on our forehead, we began this journey. And it's a journey in which we take some time to be penitent for the ways in which we've gone wrong. A time for us to see where we need to do some tweaking on our journey. A time for us to take a look at some of the priorities that we ourselves have uh, had in our lives and to see exactly how we might make some changes to be more of who God has created us to be and to be more responsible to our brothers and sisters and all of creation. I thought I'd take us back first to kind of look at the origins of Lent, to look at the word itself. It comes from an Anglo-Saxon Teutonic word that means springtime, Lincoln, L-E-N-C-T-E-N. And it was referring to this, uh, basically, this time that was set aside for the renewal of things. There was a, a, a notion of the renewal of the, of the world, renewal of creation, that was marked by the budding of flowers, by the, uh, the, the growing of grass. And so we have this understanding of Lent as being a time of renewal. It was instituted in the church uh, officially after the Council of Nicaea in 325, but there were observances that happened as early as the later 1st and early 2nd century when there was noticed along, uh, amongst local communities this idea of fasting before Easter, this idea of emptying oneself to make our temples more, more amenable for the home of Christ through the Eucharist and through our devotions. Uh, it was a time for us to surrender. So it was finally instituted in the church by Pope St. Leo in, uh, right after the uh, Council of Nicaea when he said that the faithful must fulfill their, with fasts the apostolic institution of the 40 days. And so Lent was an official season in the church. And it was a time for the faithful to come together on this retreat, this moment of walking more closely with the Lord. 
Hello, my name is Catherine, and um, what Lent means to me it is that it is a time for us to get to know ourselves a little bit better and to get to learn what um, it means to be closer to God through doing, through helping others and doing actions that will help others. Hello, my name is Maria, and to me, Lent is a time to empty ourselves so we can really focus on what's important, and that is uh, the risen Christ. Hi, I'm Emily, and Lent is a time to grow closer to the Lord and also reflect on his sacrifice for us. Hi, my name is Elise and Lent means just a time to grow closer to Christ and closer to our friends, to our community, to serve others. Hello, my name is Michael. Um, what Lent means to me is um, it's a time for like sacrificial and fasting. So it means like to grow closer in Christ through that. And what of these 40 days you know, by my count this year particularly, I count 47 days from Ash Wednesday to Easter. We could subtract the three days of Holy Week, and that makes 44. Uh, many say that Sundays, being a feast day, should not be counted in this 40 days of Lent. So to subtract those seven Sundays of the seven weeks of Lent would make it 37 days. What are these 40 days? Well, the truth is, 40 days is more of a symbolic representation than a chronological one. 40 has, since the beginning of salvation history, represented a journey of completion. We think of 40 years in the desert by the Israelites led by Moses. We think of 40 days in the desert by Jesus uh, facing the temptations of humanity and then beginning his ministerial life on earth. This is, uh, it's symbolic. It really is symbolic. And there is a, um, a loophole, if you will, for those who wish to have the Lenten's observances to be suspended on Sunday because of the feast day. The completion of the journey of Lent marks for us a turning point in our souls and in our hearts and in our minds if we invest all of that into this process. It begins to make changes where changes need to be made. And to do that without break, to do that without the break of fast, if you will, uh, just ensures that our investment will show great promise. Hi, I'm Mary. As a cradle Catholic, uh, Lent meant giving up something or and uh, eating fish on Fridays. But now as an adult, that's evolved to more reflecting upon what I can do to be a better Christian and what I can do to be a better person and ask God to transform me and transform my life through the Lenten season. I'm Roberta. This for Lent, it means to me a time of renewal, renewal in God's presence and for me to trust more in God's uh, presence and not think I know all the answers or have them, and to be constantly more involved, to reach out to those truly in need. Hi, I'm Jeanette, and um, as a child, we always gave up something on Lent, but as an adult, I always try to do something on Lent, give a service of myself to someone or something, um, go to church more, do something that is a positive influence on life, to better um, become a better Catholic. Hi, I'm Emily. For me, Lent means, well, when I was little, Lent was a time when um, our family, when I, me and my siblings really 
didn't like it. Um, we all had to give up like sweets or chocolate and um, or mom would just give up sweets and chocolate. And then that all meant we all had to because she just stopped buying Reese cups and all the good stuff. Um, but now having a little bit more of an understanding of what Lent is, to me, it's a time to grow in holiness, um, to really not necessarily give up something because it's really tough, but rather give up something um, to grow in dependence on God. And um, it's actually a beautiful time in preparation of Easter, which is such a joyous um, season for our faith. The major theme of Lent is sacrifice. It is a time of giving up. It's a time of setting aside. It is a time of great offering. And that sacrifice is marked by three major themes, or, or, or rather legs, of Lent. To fast, to pray, and to give alms. The scripture that is read from Matthew talks about uh, Jesus' call for us to dedicate ourselves to these acts in a way that brings our attention and intention to the Lord to fast in a way that doesn't show off our ability to fast or sets us up as superstars amongst our peers, but shows the Lord that we intend to surrender to his will by giving up that thing that keeps us from doing that. Our intention to pray, not by using wonderful words that rouse and wonder the minds of those who might hear, but rather keeps us in close communication with the Lord to ensure that communication is important to us and to dedicate ourselves to it as often as we can. And then to give alms and not to showboat the way in which we bring what we have to the poor, but to truly make sure that our brothers and sisters are lifted to a new hope, that the playing field of social life and social justice are even so that they indeed might have as much of a step as we can offer. These are the sacrifices, and anything that get in, gets in the way should be let go of. Pope Francis was talking about the fact that indifference and apathy is one of the big plagues of humanity and human society these days and should be relinquished, should be released, should be sacrificed in order that we might find ourselves more responsible to one another, of more concern to one another. And that's something that we would all uh, try to, to give up. For the purposes of fasting, I always think that there is a need for us to be more honest about what it is that stands in the way. What blocks the heart from us really getting invested in this relationship with the Lord? Could it be issues of trust? Could it be issues of fear? Could there be anger or grudges or frustrations afoot? Might there be anxieties or complex notions that seem to keep us hindered where we could indeed be free? And whatever that is, to fast from it, to give it up. My first Lent, I remember quite fondly, I decided to give up chocolate brownies particularly because I could eat them by the panful. And there was a historical notion of chocolate being that one thing that we give up because it was the great symbolism, particularly in certain small townships in Europe, 
to be the ultimate of joy and folly, to be that thing that just gives us uh, a, a sense of, uh, of true freedom and, and great fun. So you give up chocolate. And to not have chocolate was to be seen as suffering. So I gave up chocolate brownies. And I remember that that was actually pretty easy for me. And when Lent was over, didn't feel much of a spiritual change in my dedication to the Lord. So next, next Lent, I decided to give up something a bit more. And I gave up thinking of myself first when I was going to get something to eat. This was the big challenge, keeping me mindful of the fact that my brothers and sisters and other parts of the world or even right there on the street corner where I lived could not as easily as I could go and get that large fry from McDonald's or go and and buy those groceries in order to have a really nice meal. So I thought of them first. And certain things that happened in the course of that Lent really changed my insights to humanity and really opened my eyes to the realities of the world. I remember particularly this one time when I was in the grocery store and this lady in front of me didn't have enough money to pay for all of her items, and so she had to put back a few of them. And in my Lenten discipline and also just in the compassion of my heart, I I said, no, 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 definitely get it, and and I'll pay for it. And in fact, I paid her entire bill because I, I had the money to do so. That's the kind of sacrifice that we're talking about. That's the kind of fasting, if you will, or the almsgiving, rather, that is, uh, that is really required for us to be more in touch with the realities of our brothers and sisters. And praying, this great communication that we have with God, It's very interesting that prayer becomes the first thing that is sacrificed, if you will, or not attended to when life gets busy. What happens when we don't go to the Lord with the things that are on our minds or hearts? What happens when we don't make time to engage in that communication that brings us closer to him and brings us more aware of his great love for us? Like with any relationship, a loss of communication is a death knell for its health. And so what we do in this course of Lent is to increase that communication. We dedicate ourselves to checking in with God more often. And this is one of the things that Jesus drives home is to, is to always check in with God. He who absented himself from his disciples to go in private and to pray is a model for us to do the same. I'd like to believe, and I'm not alone in this, that, that the Lord is interested, wants to know what it is that we think about, what it is that we fear, what it is that we think that we want or think that we need to go to him in, in an honest assessment of our day or of our fears or of our wishes, our hopes, and our dreams. I think he's interested in taking part in the little as much as the big of life for us. And to continue in that prayerfulness on a regular just continues our, 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 the closeness of our relationship. And so to make time to do that, Jesus says in Matthew 
that uh, rather than praying aloud on the street corners, we go into the closet, into the secret room to offer that prayer. I remember one of my spiritual directors once telling me that uh, a wonderful prayer style would be to invite God to sit in the chair across from you and recline back and to, and to pour yourself a drink and just talk to him about what's on your mind, to let him know, to open up to him very honestly, very forthrightly with what's happening. Because the more that we do that, the more our doors open to his response and to his love. It raises our antenna so that we can be more aware of how God is active in our lives. We begin to see where his providence is actually taking shape, becoming truly enfleshed as a, as a realistic grace in our lives. Um, that's what communication will do. And so we take this time to pray. Hi, my name is Ryan. Uh, and for me, Lent is a time for intentional spiritual growth, uh, time to examine my prayer life and to really grow closer to God. Hi, my name's Don. And to me, Lent is a time to just challenge myself to resist temptation and to grow intentionally with God. Hi, my name's Joseph. And for me, Lent is a time when I can kind of take stock of where I am and uh, give something up. Um, and hopefully grow in my spiritual life through it. Hi, my name's Randall. Uh, this is my first Lent, and I think of it as preparation for Easter. Hi, my name's James, and to me, Lent is a time which I get to make sacrifices to make more room for God. Hi, my name is Corey, and what Lent means to me is the renewal of my baptism. Hello, I'm Andrew. I am an RCA candidate, and this season of Lent, as I'm approaching my confirmation, God willing, um, is like an engagement, um, approaching a marriage in which I'm hoping to um, be physically united with my Lord in the Eucharist at, at my confirmation. Another profound journey in this season of Lent is for our candidates and catechumens who are currently in the Rite of Christian Initiation program called RCIA. These are the faithful who are looking to join themselves, particularly with the Catholic Church. These are the ones who seek Jesus ardently on their walk. And having received a right of sending and a right of election by their bishop, which probably happened this Sunday or around it, uh, now really enters into this journey. This is where faith communities offer their prayers more intentionally for our brothers and sisters who are on this journey. This is a time when they get to see our witness and our faith in action through prayer, through outreach, through ministry, through discipleship, through stewardship. I remember myself being a, a convert into the faith, journeying in the RCIA. I remember wondering what this life was going to bring to me, knowing that I had experienced Christianity from another denomination's perspective. I remember thinking that the rituals, the symbolism, the sacraments were all for me a true witness of Christ and more substantially than I myself had ever experienced before. I remember hungering for the Eucharist, even to the point of arguing with the associate pastor of my home parish as to why I had to abstain from taking it for as long as I did. That hunger 
was um, a true blessing for me. That hunger that helps us remember that or helped me remember that I still longed for Christ to be a part of my life, to be an intimate part of my walk, was very profound. I learned how to love even deeper. I learned how to be more attentive, if you will, to the ways in which Christ does nourish me. I remember that hunger developing into a hunger for justice, a hunger for mercy, a hunger for true peace and hope that helped to focus my walk as a disciple. Lent certainly has an opportunity to do that for all of us, to help us know what it is that we are called to do, to give us the wherewithal and the internal drive to do what we feel is important and to shape that great passion on the inside to make a difference into a way to do just that. I remember in my RCIA journey having to be separated from two of my good buddies that were, that were on this journey with me. We were, we were known as the, uh, the Bobsy Trio, and that's because we were pretty much inseparable. But there was a particular point where we had to be separated, and this is one of those things about Lent that, uh, that I find most profound. Even though we do journey together as a community, all whose heads are marked with ashes, walk together in this retreat to get closer to the Lord, there is an individual investment that we all have to make. As, as, uh, as the wise folks say, we have to each make an account to the Lord. And Lent gives us the opportunity to do that. I had wise RCIA leaders that saw that we were doing the communal thing very well, but some of the moves that we were making and the courses that we were taking took us away from our own individual relationships with God. And so it required a bit of a separation. And I think that that's an aspect of Lent that we learn to appreciate as a church that it is a together and an apartness. But even as we are apart, doing our, doing our due diligence to get closer to the Lord, we realize that our brother or our sister are doing the same. And we pray each other up. And we keep each other lifted in the course of that individual and yet collective retreat with the Lord. Hi, my name is Allison. And to me, Lent means um, a time of intentionally... Um, getting closer to God. Hi, my name's Annie, and Lent for me is a time to go and grow in greater conversion um, and just to really know Jesus more intimately and to realize all the sacrifices he's made for us and unite our lives to his. Hi, my name is Matt, and to me, Lent means 40 days of dying to myself and living for others. Hi, my name is Luke, and to me, uh, Lent means to uh, Lent means 40 days of sacrifice to prepare yourself and humble yourself for Easter. Hi, my name is Samuel, and what Lent means to me is a time to repent of what I've done over the past year that wasn't Christ-like to others, and it's a time for me to come to know the Father through His suffering, death, and resurrection. So here we are, starting this journey of 40 days, walking in the desert, taking a look at our lives, refraining from the distractions that have kept us away from this 
internal investment in ourselves and in others and in the Lord. How do we do this practically? What are the opportunities that Lent offers us to journey this with some purpose and with some great results? There are many opportunities that this season has given us since the third century when it was instituted. First and foremost is the understanding that we are all, as a community, taking time to retreat with the Lord, and for us to do just that. Take five minutes out of the day and breathe well. Go outside. Sit in a room by yourself. And just to be in the presence of God, understanding that retreating can also be about holy leisure, hanging out with the Lord, chilling with Him. And what about in prayer? Now is a time for us to possibly start a devotional practice of prayer, the rosary, daily mass, the liturgy of the hours, the angelus at noon, the prayer for um, divine mercy, or any of the many devotional practices that the church offers. Also is a great idea to join together with prayer partners, with people that you know to have some interest in exercising or increasing their faith life, to go on prayer walks, to have moments where you begin your work day with prayer. Or, you know, when things get a little crazy or people get a little on your nerves, to take a moment and to check in with the Lord before acting. Those sorts of devotional practices of prayer are wonderful to do during this Lenten season. Another opportunity is to invest in the well-being of humanity through works of mercy, taking time to feed our brothers and sisters who are hungry, to slake the thirst of those who are parched, to care for those who are sick or who are suffering in any way, to visit all of our brothers and sisters who are imprisoned, to welcome the stranger, and to extend that to those who feel uh, kind of off to the sides or left out, to extend hospitality to the ones who are out of the clique or out of the group. This is a good time for us to get to know the other, perhaps to learn how to be with the other, to learn some of the basic rules of conversation and interpersonal engagement, to relearn respect, consideration, to relearn acceptance and tolerance. This might be a time for us to take stock of what mercy demands of us in terms of forgiving others. And what tends to be the hardest of that is to forgive ourselves. Lent is an opportunity and much is written on how we can use each day as a, as a moment to reconnect with God and to enter into a deep reflection with what He gives to us and what He has given to us through our community and even self-authentically to ourselves. To take moments of silence to be attuned to how God is speaking to us 
and to learn to trust what he actually says, to trust our hearts, to trust our souls. Lent is a journey towards Easter, towards a renewal. And though there is a somberness to this this season, though there is a sacrifice required, though penance may be the word that we hear and even overhear throughout this season, it is important for us to wonder what it is that we need to die to in order to rise to new life. With ashes on our heads, we began this journey. We were told by a minister that life is short, but broad and profound. We were told to repent and believe in gospel truths. We were reaffirmed that God gives us what we need to bear his image and his likeness in the world and to empower the gifts with which he has given us. This is Lent, and it's a journey towards renewal. Hi, I'm Mary, and for me, Lent means a really exciting time of waiting and fasting and preparing for the birthday of the church. For whatever Lent needs to bring to you, may you experience it to the full. May you understand God's love for you in brand new ways, and may you live in it with great liberty great dignity, and great hope. From all of us to all of you, have a wonderful and blessed Lent. We'll see you here next week on 920 AM WMNI.